Verse 11 gives us Old Testament examples of what these men represent, these men who have come into the church uh, that the church is to be aware of. So we'll look at verse 11 and we'll think about, we'll study and consider these three examples that compare uh, to these evil teachers who have come into the church, false teachers, false leaders. In verse 11, the first word is woe. Uh, why? Woe. It's a, it's an oracle of woe. It's a, it's a grievous denunciation. Uh, with a heavy and determined heart, the exclamation of denunciation is issued. Woe to them! That is these false leaders in the church, because they went in the way. Of Cain. The way of Cain is something that plagues the people of God all the way through the Bible. Cain was in this way. He traveled this path. Now what, what path? Well, if you if you think back on the story of Cain and Abel, of course, Abel on the appointed day, the Bible says, so apparently there was an appointed day when when uh, Cain and Abel and the people were to give an offering to the Lord, Abel bought, brought the best of his flocks. In other words, it was a blood offering. So obviously, the lesson of uh, the coats of skins that, that we were given when, when Adam and Eve were found trying to cover their shame and nakedness and sin with leaves, and God obviously displeased with that by 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 design and by metaphor by by illustration showed that the sin of man cannot be covered with something that man makes for himself so god himself came and covered them with coats of skins now what that tells us is god killed something something had to die nothing's going to live if you tear the coats of skins off of it, so blood was shed. God provided a blood offering. Something had to die. Something that was innocent had to die for the sin of Adam and, and, and of Eve. So this is the way of Cain. Now, when the Lord required them to come on the appointed day, they were to come and worship in the appointed way. Now, the appointed way was honored and followed by Abel. He gave a blood offering. He, he gave the best that he had. He killed the best that he had, and I'm sure it was painful for him. But he had to take something that was innocent and, in a symbolic way, transfer his sin to this innocent lamb and, and, and proclaim to God, this thing is me. And this was his offering to God. Cain didn't do that. Cain just took some vegetables out of the ground and some stuff that he had grown, and he did not offer uh, a blood offering. And the Lord, of course, accepted Abel's offering and rejected Cain's offering. Cain became evil uh, and angry and jealous and uh, wound up killing Abel. So the way of Cain 
is a way of rebellion. These guys we saw in the very first, these guys back in the book of Jude, those fellows had denied our only Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and they were changing the grace of God into licentiousness or into sensuality. So they are denying uh, divine prerogative and uh, divine direction. They are denying that just the way that Cain did. Cain went and dwelt in the land of Nod, the land of wandering. God put a mark on his forehead. Uh, God put a mark on him, and he he wandered the rest of his life because he would not go. God invited him again. You know, why don't you go the way that you know everything will be okay if you just go the way you're supposed to go? And he wouldn't do it. So this is the way of Cain, rejecting the authority of God and bypassing the blood offering. Well, these guys, they denied our only master and savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So they're guilty of the same thing. This is the way of Cain. So the way of Cain continues. People who are religious and yet believe that they can be saved by the works of their hands and they can bypass the cross of Christ and, and they, can, they can live eternally without blood being shed for them and without a sacrifice and atonement which Christ gives for us. Those people are in the way of Cain. Secondly, uh, they rushed and they rushed to the error of Balaam for reward, Balaam. Now he's he's in Numbers twenty four through Numbers twenty two through Numbers twenty four somewhere along in there. His story is he was an he was an interesting character. He was a uh, but he winds up being a false prophet. He 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 has to do what the Lord commanded him to do. But still, he has advice for the king. This is back when the Israelites were making their way to the promised land, and there were two to three million of them, and they asked for permission to pass through Moab, and the Moabite king wouldn't let them come, Balach, Balaak. And so he called for Balaam to curse them, and Balaam said, these are God's people, I can't do that. But as it turns out, Balaam still was trying to work his way into this thing where he could gain a reward. Now, his reward could have been financial. It certainly was to be appreciated and to have high rank and, and authority himself among the people. So he, he was bypassing, he was seeking to bypass the direct authority of God. And then in the whole context of Moab and this whole thing, Balaak and the king and Balaam, the sons of Israel wound up prostituting themselves with the daughters of Moab. So it, 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 it introduced the sons of Israel into a sensual, sexual sin. And of course, that, that kind of thing follows them the rest of the Old Testament because that particular sin, uh, in, in the way that it was chased after by the Israelites, generally was tied to a worship of a cult god such as Baal, um, so there was there was a grievous sin committed here, and Balaam didn't concern himself for the goodness of the people of the Lord. He was just looking for reward for himself. So not only are these guys in the book of Jude following the way of Cain, which is the way of, and Cain, of course, committed murder, he even murdered his his brother Abel, but 
Cain's sin was to deny the blood sacrifice and, of course, be totally obedient to the Lord. The works of his hands, he thought, were sufficient uh, to, to gain him honor before the Lord. Of course, that was false. So you have the way of Cain, a, a bloodless human works uh, religion that, that denies the uh, mandates of God. And then you have the rush for reward by, by presenting or seeking to present error to the people of God. Now you think about the sons of Israel. When it winds up that they, that they committed prostitution, the, the old Bible says they committed whoredom with the daughters of Moab, uh, this sin of sensuality and, and uh, sexual misbehavior uh, is something that in the Old Testament a lot of times is, is tied to religion, a false religion, idolatry. And this seemed like a good thing. And so it, it probably came down to the sons of Israel in such a way that it, it seemed like a great thing, you know. Uh, but it all goes back to Balaam, who was only looking for reward for himself. And of course, God had to judge the sons of Israel. He had to do all kinds of things. Uh, at that point in time. This apparently, obviously, is what these guys are trying to introduce into the church. It said back at the first that they were changing, seeking to change the grace of God into sensuality. So this is, this is something of what Balaam did in the time of Balak, the king of Moab. And then the third example is, and in the rebellion, and they, let's see, and they perished, and they perished in the rebellion of Korah. Well, you know, the rebellion of Korah uh, is where Korah sought to just defy the authority of Moses. He stood against Moses uh, in a rebellion. Uh, it was back in the book of Numbers. It was actually, before, I think, before Balaam, it goes back into the middle of the book of Numbers, somewhere around 15, 16 chapter. Uh, and Korah, had a, he had a position within the priesthood, but he resented the authority of Moses and Aaron. And since the book of Exodus, the authority of Moses was to be unquestioned, and this came directly from Yahweh uh, above. But that wasn't, uh, that wasn't good enough for him. So um, he, uh, he rebelled, and he had some followers that followed him. And when they were called forth to recognize their rebellion, to be recognized in their rebellion, uh, he and his followers, were. the, the Bible says they were swallowed up, but the earth, the earth opened up and swallowed them up back in the time of Moses. So it was a very severe punishment for them. Uh, so here you have a guy, here you have these guys who are following a way of human works, denying the work of our Master and our Lord Jesus Christ. And then secondly, in Balaam, in the same way, changing grace into sensuality, seeking to lead the people of God into sexual perversion. And then finally, blatantly rejecting the authority of God within the church. So uh, this, is a, this is a threefold description of their, 
of their failure and impending destruction and judgment that's coming on them. Okay, we'll stop there and pick up at verse 12 next time.